Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast Where we focus on giving your brain a six pack By exercising your mind Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about And deal with all situations by first Seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed And or comfortable in doing Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better At thinking about things beforehand As opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort Well just like anything you want to get better at It does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 414 fog fear of growth let's go
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. I'm really excited about this week's episode, so let's get right into it. Uh, first thing I want to do, my little intro, and uh, please call to action, like, subscribe, share, follow, support. If you're listening, I appreciate it. I truly do. Uh, all of my social medias are up. Medicine Ball, LS and the number three, uh, Facebook groups. Twitters, TikToks, Snapchats, all of that good stuff. That's right. Medicine Ball, LS in the number three. Also, as he sits here, and I don't know if he's snoring or he's making a little growl, uh, follow Mamba. So his right now, all he has is an Instagram, that guy Mamba. Uh, shout out to him. Go follow him. Also, I want to give a shout out to Unique Treats. So if you uh, go to my page on Instagram or go to Mamba's page on Instagram, you will see that a uh, nice young lady who does excellent business, very professional, very knowledgeable, who provides dog treats. Mamba got the goat milk joints. He also got uh, personalized treats that uh, had his name on them, so forth and so on. Shouts out to you. Y'all go check that out. <clears throat> Piggybacking off of that. Merchandise should be in next week. That's right. So the way that I'm going to do this merchandise, um, and it's it's funny. However, uh, what a coincidence. Um, Fear of God is actually a clothing bank uh, brand that I wear, FOG, and um, what they do is they release it, and I think his name is actually Lorenzo as well. Y'all could correct me on that, but when they release their clothing, they release it very rarely. So like maybe twice every quarter, they have a um. A release and what I started to notice is so for instance in the first quarter at the early half of first quarter they might drop I don't know only hoodies and sweatpants shorts but not the whole sweatpants right and then later on in that quarter they might drop a you know something with the logo on the left pocket then in the first quarter same thing but the logos on the right pocket all of that to say this first again in this well, this goes into the show. So this particular launching that we have coming is going to be specifically in my brand colors. It's going to be sweatshirts and T-shirts only in the brand colors. So that blue and that orange that you see, that's what colors these uh, this first um, this first group or first round is going to be released in. I'm sorry. And um, I'm going to tell you where you can check that out now, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies. I am happy to humbly let you guys know. The Medicine Ball website. As of the time you hear me say this, it's up and popping, fully revamped, along with an associated store, along with Mamba's profile, along with a link to my store. Round of applause one time, man. That's next, man. I'm going to work on getting those sound effects. I know where to get them. But yes, www.medicineball.ls3. Um, now, piggybacking off of that, God has been so good, yo. Um. Wisdom, the wisdom app. So I don't know if I've been speaking about it too much on uh, the podcast, right? Because they've been contacting me. Let me, so let me explain this app right now. So basically, long story short, it's a mentor app where you can get on there. You host a room, you speak to, you know, the topic of your specialty. They've been hitting me up for literally a year. And it's probably been a year and a half to be a top mentor on that app. About three months ago, they... After they had been talking to me, they emailed me and they're like, oh, man, uh, you know, Wisdom is one of the top apps in the Apple store for the past three months. Man, I politely now I don't even know if they saw that joint, but I politely responded right then to that email. And I was like, listen, um, 
respectfully and humbly you guys were hounding me for well over a year and a half now i see that you released it on the apple app i haven't been contacting any further about being a top mentor uh what's changed with me is when you came and uh, talked to me i had about 800 to 1200 followers now on just instagram alone i'm up to over 8,000 followers so forth and so on and i say maybe literally i'm not even joking like three days later i get an email saying hey go download the beta version now it's in the android store with all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the Wisdom app, right, is something that I'm now available on. I'm going to be doing uh, a little bit more raw talks on there, right? So it will be a little bit more adult. I will incorporate more spirituality. I will talk about more controversial things, but that gives me a way to uh, do, hold up my end of the bargain with that company, uh, offer some content that's unique to that platform, right, and grow as well. So that's the Wisdom app. Um, I'm now including that in uh, all of my podcast descriptions. I'm starting to integrate it more into my groups and my posts and whatnot. Humbly, I have about 250 followers on that, and I'm always humble when somebody just even just like sits there and listens to me. So I'm working through that. Y'all go support that. Um, what else? I'm looking down here at my um notes, my car. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following me along, you know that I've been having some issues with my car. Um, and I don't say this to be to be braggadocious. I say this to make a point. You could go Google it. I have a BMW, right? Over the course of a decade, a BMW is the highest car to take care of at nineteen thousand dollars over ten years. Boom. So. Once you get a BMW and you start having issues, you start getting online, getting to these clubs and these forums and talking to people who have them. And I realized my cousin had one. And it's funny because uh, we were just texting about it. He was like, man, one thing about BMW is always 1500 right? That's what we were saying. And at that point, my car was still in the shop. Long story short, um, I had gotten my car back after I got it back and took it back. And it was actually ended up costing me about twenty two hundred. But I guess with inflation and everything, whatever, whatever. But I told him that he was like SMH, always fifteen hundred. So there's a reason that I'm telling you guys all this. I'm saying if I missed anything else, music, last but not least. Uh, so I've been <laughs> humbly and I thank you all. Right. I've been requested to do more uh, talks or more things when it comes to music production. Right. Including uh, adding more beats onto this show, uh, which I've strayed away from for, for a while. But do because it's requested and because of so piggybacking off of that side note, uh, I was in an NDA with a particular artist who uh, is about to release their album. They just contacted me literally like um, a week, a week and a half ago. If you follow me on social media, you guys saw I posted something in reference to my BMI. But long story short, now. Uh, without getting too far into the legal jargon, I'm more flexible to be able to do that, right? Um, in some situations, when you're a producer and you sign certain contracts, uh, whoever you signed it with, depending on the stipulations of that contract, you kind of, they get first dibs on beats, right? So that has opened up and I'm able to do that. Now, back to what I was saying. Why am I saying all this, right? If you listened last week, I think I talked about me coming off of a fast and spiritual warfare and me getting my BMW fixed and coming home and getting a recall notice, right? Let me give y'all an update. Um, Long story short, you know me, man. I tried to get my bread and on the letter it says unresolved. So apparently uh, BMW, since it's unresolved, they can't tell me if what I paid for is the reason that my car was having the issue. So I, I have to wait it out. Um, now I'm not really harping on that just for the simple fact that humbly I'm not rich. I don't need that money. Right. But it's just like anything is good, especially with everything that's going on with my business and what I just announced to you guys. Um, 
I, I you know, it, it always helps. But even with that, right? And I'm not gonna harp on it too much longer, uh, too too deeply. You can go to wisdom for this, right? But the spiritual aspect, I always talk about like retesting how God believes in retesting, and a lot of the things I say are in relation to scripture. And I'm not sure if I said it on this platform or on wisdom, but long story short, if you fast and you're able to get a demon out, right, or some type of spirit or some type of uh stronghold on you out, scripture literally says, and I'm paraphrasing. Right. Because I haven't gotten to the point to where I can call off the chapter in the book, but I could tell you darn near every story off the top of my head of reference. Scripture says after the spirit has left for a while, once you've cleansed the body, it will look and rest. And once it has nowhere else to go, it will come back and it will also bring its buddies. So it tells you when it comes to this spiritual warfare, man. And again, go check wisdom if you want more on this. If you get rid of the spirit, he's spinning the block with his homie. Right. So basically I had the block spent and let's get into episode 414 FOG fear of growth. Now I have an edit real quick. I went and looked unique U N I Q U E dot D O G Z unique dogs, not unique treats. That young lady was so dope. Had to go back and do an edit unique dogs. Okay, let's get into it. So, um, since I was just talking about spiritual warfare, right? When I was thinking about how to like explain this, because I want to focus more on incorporating with the mental health, the spiritual and the principal aspect rather. Right. So me personally, um, I've been well in the spiritual terms, I've, I was lukewarm warm as a believer, always lukewarm warm. And let me explain that. Like I would go to church, I would pray, but like I purposely straight away from the Bible. Now, in retrospect, and me knowing a little bit more about deliverance, et cetera, et cetera, it was the devil, right? Um, but I, I, I purposely strayed away from the Bible, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I realized, especially in that situation, once you're knowledgeable or once you're aware of it, you are now responsible. So in that aspect, right? Because going to the Bible and, you know, <laughs> growing spiritually, I literally had a fear of growth. Now, the fear was right in front of my face because when we're talking about belief in the Bible and scripture, it only makes sense that a reasoning like that comes from the devil. But oftentimes we can't see or we may not know the way that we're reacting to certain situations is actually fear. So, uh. And I'll use myself as an example. I'm diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one. Um, that comes with depression. And specifically, which is something I still have to actively fight with now, uh, anxiety. So when we're talking about fear or the fear of growth, you know, um, I guess I should start by just like defining what 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 fear actually is, right? Um Let's see, because I went and go, I went and looked up the definition. I, I wrote it down. If I can't get it to come up, okay, look, I don't even need it to come up that quick, right? So fear is basically um, anxiousness uh, or, uh, or um, let's see, what else can I say? Anticipation, I'll say that. And there's a reason I'm going to use that. So with me knowing anxiety, I realized that, you know, that's something that, 
it's in our head. So because it's there constantly and we can't really get away from it, it has the capability to attack us uh, constantly. So again, using myself as an example, I started looking into this and looking up fear and, you know, worry, and especially with me being a, a leader at work. Like I always tell, again, humbly, the people on my team and like I say, I always say this, but, you know, for those who might be first time listeners, um, I approach my leadership job from the point of view of servitude. Right. So but anyway, I always tell my team like, they're like oh, yeah, what about this, this, this? So let's just I'll use something bland that's truthful, but everybody can relate to. Right. Um, there it's a call center environment and they have a script they have to follow. Right. So some of them might be like, oh, I was on the phone with the, a member. And what if the script doesn't do this? And, did, 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 and it'll be something that just like respectfully has absolutely nothing to do with the things that they are, uh, you know, graded by metric wise. Right. So I give you another arbitrary example. Right. Basketball. Let's say that you're graded on how good you could possibly be or you are based on your dribbling skills, your shooting skills and your athleticism. Right. Right. So it would be like somebody in that situation being like, yeah, but what if the towel that they use to wipe up the floor don't clean the Gatorade enough and it seeps into the floor and then the moisture the next day, the ball will bounce off of that spot and go out of bounds that deep. And I'll be like, law. So that is what anxiety can do. So let me tell you what produces, and this is all of us, if you don't act, actively fight it. Let me tell you what produces these um, <clears throat> anxious field environments. You ready? Y'all go get a pen. Go get a calculator. I got an equation for you. Y'all ready for the equation? Uncertainty plus anticipation equals anxiety. That's right. Write it down. Write it down. I want everybody to write it down. Uncertainty plus anticipation equals anxiety. Now, pause. I want us to realize something. Both of those things are just like mental things. Like they're not like physical, feasible things. Right. Let's think about that. Uncertainty. Like, OK, like, like how can you be harmed or your bank account hit or you be injured or your life off of some uncertainty? Like, really think about it. Somebody go grab me some uncertainty. I want to buy it right now. What about anticipation? Yo, I got a million dollars for some anticipation. Go grab me some anticipation Right. Physics, something that I can grab and let me buy it. Here's the kicker. Because I'm going to you know, be more uh, concise. Right. Here's the kicker. Both of those things. Are things that we ourselves create. Right. And we inflict on ourselves. Think about it. Uncertainty and anticipation. Those are things that happen when you're just thinking abstractly. Right. And with me being diagnosed with bipolar disorder and anxiety, uh, specifically uh, what we call it is or what I was uh, told was racing thoughts. And like I, I related to that so much, like boom, 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 boom. Now, even if you know me personally or if you listen to this podcast, you can still hear that I still deal with the racing thoughts. Right. I'm just able to control it a little bit more. Right. All right, so boom, boom, all of that. Fear of growth. So let's talk about, you know, your job. And I'll use my job, right, as an example, just for the sake of time. 
Um, I'm trying to think about how to say it. So first of all, 413 was my grandmother who just passed birthday. And that's the first one that I, uh, that's the first one I've had without her. And if you've been following the episodes, I told you guys a couple of episodes ago, I'm just now, like I thought I was straight or I was being strong and pushing through in January. I'm just now getting a little bit straight about two or three weeks ago. So virtually at, at, at work right now, right? And it's not even the management aspect. It's the fact that it's virtual and it's about 24 to 25 people on my team. Right. And I'm building all of this up. There's a reason. Fear of growth, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bring it all together. Um, That's tedious. And long story short, if you work from home, kudos to you because you a thousand percent have to be more disciplined to work from your own home than to go to an office. A hundred percent. We've talked many episodes about people taking bathroom breaks every day and you know, extending lunches by 15 minutes when I know that their money that they're getting from the job is less than mine. So if you eat out every day, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But as I've talked about it, if you're new, go listen to the previous podcast. I don't expect me from um, I don't expect me from other people. But let me tell you the difference that most people don't uh, realize about that. That doesn't make that person a bad person. Right. So anyway, that's a lot to go through. Now. When I went, when I just talked about spiritual warfare and retesting, right, I've gone through the scripture, but the testing of your face or, or the trials, it grows you. And if you have a spiritual belief and especially faith, you have to know based on scripture, God says he has good things planned for us, right? Furthermore, you can see time after time where he may let you suffer what you see as a failure or a defeat at that time because a victory may put you at a level that you're not equipped for. All right. So when it comes to fear of growth, right, <clears throat> everybody has a cap. So, boom, let me go back to, 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 to what I'm going to. OK, hold up. Well, let me pause. So anyway, I just told you guys about my car. Right. Me getting it back after my 40 day fast was over. And I was talking to one of my, you know, spiritual friends who I talk to often about this. Um, I'm going to talk to her after this and see if she wants me to shout her out. But she has another fast going. So long story short, God is beautiful, man. I got to tell you all how this works. After I got off my 40 day fast, which was from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, water only. And before y'all say, oh, you're not supposed to brag. Yeah, that's y'all's problem. Y'all in the Old Testament. And if you're going based off the Old Testament, you clearly don't have an understanding of the Bible and the New Covenant. But that's another story. When the, Nah, nah, let's get on that real quick because I got time for it. Um, In the New Testament, when they speak on fasting, it was specifically in a situation where the person fasting was showing a king that by fasting, he could still be stronger than his army. So it was kind of in a boasting way. Right. Boom. Fast forward. When I came off of the fast, my body, you know, routines, patterns, et cetera, et cetera. And with my work schedule, I still kind of continue to eat after 6 p.m. Now, let me tell you where I was like not no longer following my fast. I was eating throughout the day, kind of like some fruit, um, at least a smoothie. Right. An apple and things of that nature. I was still I was snacking throughout the day after I came off my fast. Right. But I was still and it's the spirit. Right. Like y'all got to feel me. It'd be the Holy Spirit. But something just still 
had me going on. So boom, I'm talking to my spiritual friend. She's like, yeah, God put it on me, you know, continue to fast. And this is confirmation, right? So here's a little side note for y'all who are believers and don't understand what confirmation is. When people say, yo, God just confirmed it for me. This is confirmation. Not only did she suggest me to fast, my church started a corporate fast, right? And that was just this past Wednesday. On top of that, one of the people I listen to on YouTube every month morning, I got to shout him out, man, Robert Clancy. Go check him out on YouTube. Australian guy, precious saints, right? But he started a fast, right? That just ended today and et cetera, et cetera, so forth and so on. So that'd be a confirmation for God. When you'd be like, I don't know if I should still fast and you see stuff like that, that'd be a confirmation. And disregarding that is disobedience, right? That's another story. Boom. After I came through this fast and focused on deliverance, because I use my same medicine ball nerdiness to study fast and deliverance and spiritual warfare, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, I understood that just like as soon as like the 40 days passed. Oh, well, I got my car back the first time on day 38, right? It, it, it still was overheat. I had to take it back. I didn't get it back working until like day, quote unquote, 45. And I'm saying that because that's how long it went. I, it's not that I necessarily planned it. But that's how long it took, right? <clears throat> that's when it worked. Um, got this stuff going on at work. And I clearly realized at this point that just like, yo, this is a retest. Here's what I realized even more all the way across the board. Not only is this a retest, God is forcing me to grow. Sometimes, and it goes back to what I was saying about the Bible, but let me relate it to life. Even with my job. Right now, if you're a manager out there, I'm just going to say it like this. And this is without giving too much information. I just went through a skip level meeting. This past week. On top of this spiritual warfare, on top of my grandmother's birthday, on top of my car, on top of the podcast, I just went to a skip level meeting. And I'm saying this humble. I'm not bragging or nothing because I was stressed out. I ain't even sleep Wednesday night. And it wasn't because I'm not leading or I'm doing somebody wrong. It's just because I'm a practical person, right? 20 people. They, somebody might just wake up on the wrong side of the day and just be like, you know what? F trade today, right? I'm just going just because I'm not feeling it. I was scared as hell because the one person who did speak said something so atrocious that atrocious if one person even piggybacked on it. I don't know what was going to happen. But I continue to pray. I continue to uh, be righteous, right? I could, I, I, I didn't get grumpy, and and I, well, I was grumpy, but I didn't show show it to my team. Furthermore, two thousand and twenty one, when I was offered not the management position, but it was a quote unquote fast track position. So basically, I was acting, sitting in for act a TL who was out on maternity leave, right? And I remember it visually, and even before that. When I was an SME or subject matter expert, I had some situation with a Zoom meeting where I just chomped everybody out in the meeting. I ain't going to lie. Right. On this team, uh, this was 2020 before I became an official manager. I didn't have no manager tools. I didn't have no. I'm just going to keep it real. I didn't have no manager support. Like knowing what I know now in this position, I have ish. Right. So, again, boom, after a while. And they was trying me up. I ain't going to lie. They was trying me up. Chomped them out. It was like, yo, you're going too hard. Right. Fast forward. 2021 
something had happened early on and I had started to go down that same road, right? But I didn't go as far, so I was able to roll it back, right? 2022, that situation. Bro, I couldn't sleep. And again, it wasn't because I didn't do anything bad, but just like, boy, that's a lot of people at a job. Just somebody might just be randomly grumpy. You feel me? Right. And if you're a management, you know how they can be on your team. Like, yo, I'm mad at you because, oh, big, I'm, I'm, I'm on your tail because you didn't give me same day PTO. Right. So I'm, I'm worried about that, y'all. But let me tell you how growing works. Because I had a fear of growing in that situation, too. Let me give you an example. Back to what I said. Sometimes we be scared to grow and go to the next level. And we don't really know that we're scared. So even though I'm doing a lot to help and support my team, man, I'm going to keep it transparent with y'all. And I hope my boss don't listen to my podcast. Um, I can speak very well. When it comes to testing, when it comes to like English testing and verbal testing, I could test very well. When it comes to writing something out in description, I can do that very well. Boy, um, my opportunity, which I'm still working to get at, but follow me is professional writing in a job environment if you have to correct somebody or document something to cover your tail. So at work, my previous times getting smoked, right? Or getting retested and failed came because I was documenting, but I know deep down in my heart, there's extra steps that I could have taken that at that time I didn't take. And that's probably how I ended up there, right? So now I'm fast forward and I'm not good at it yet, but I'm getting better in it because I'm willing to grow. So instead of griping about that situation, instead of grumbling, which I did, but y'all know, y'all know my, y'all, y'all know my saying, man, get off the complain train two stops early, right? Like I'm going to ride the complain train too, but I'm going to get off and stop too. A majority of people going to ride it to the end. I get off the plane train so I can reanalyze and approach it. This is going to be a good episode. I know it's long, but I feel like I can always tell through the spirit when it's going to be good content, right? Boom. So, like two weeks ago, my boss was getting on me about some type of documentation. Now, I'm praying to God. And see, that's the other part. And we'll get into this, but, well, I'm not going to give you all too much. But anyway, long story short, I could see. That as I was sending over documentation, like I knew it was coming back at least two or three times. But towards the end of last week, right, I think the one that I had sent only came back once. And then the second one I, I sent back was was good enough. Right. So which is an achievement for me. Meanwhile, the women at my job, man, they, if they don't know how to do nothing else, but they know how to document efficiently as hell. Right. Boom. Fasting my grandmother. Man, I ain't gonna lie. That took the wind out of me. Just. And I'm going to tell y'all how I found out, right? Because I'm healing through speaking. And, and again, this is another, um, another good point on like how we subconsciously block and things and fear things but don't know. But long story short, any other time, man, if she was here, I would be hyper aware of my grandmother's birthday. So I guess subconsciously my mind had hit it. And I remember sitting at work and I'm in a meeting and I get a Google reminder. Plan something for grandma. And I just froze. Now, mind you, I don't know if this is the day of the the incident that led to the skip level meeting, right? Or the day of, but let me even explain that situation. Boom, I knew I was being retested. I had grown. I documented correctly, 
right? I went about it the right way. And I know I did deep down. But I understand situational awareness. I can't really go at my boss like that. I had to let God and righteousness play out, right? And while I'm doing that, I'm going to look up the scripture. But even with that, um, it's just like it, it was constant. So with my grandmother breaking me down and now with the skip level meeting, even though I know I really didn't do nothing that was anything near what the employee must have said, I started doubting myself. I started getting on myself. I started beating up on myself. I started being like, man, I'm about to go find another job, man. Let me crank up this medicine ball, man. Let me do some extra stuff because this ain't going to work out. Right? I'm saying all of that stuff. Even with my um, fasting, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do any more fasting. Right? Right? And the thing that got me was it's Easter Sunday coming up. So I got time for God. But anyway, I was, I had a fear of growing in both situations. Even if it wasn't a fear that was right in front of my face. Or one that I, um, you know, or something that I would even define as a fear, right? The thing about it is, and let me go ahead and go into kind of like the solution. Because if you even listen to the podcast and, you know, I've said it kind of not directly as I'm sitting here thinking about it. But just like me hesitating to do the podcast was a fear. Me taking so long to get in front of the camera and record video and making excuses. I need a haircut. My clothes not right. Those are fears. Right. Um, Me kind of being passive at work. There were times after I kind of got criticized for, you know, being kind of stern on somebody that it took some potency out of me. And because it took the potency out of me and I was passive, I ended up being in a deeper situation because now you can create a monster, right? So I want to wrap all of this up and give y'all a relation. Follow me. This is what fear is. This is how we have a fear of growing, but most importantly, how we can overcome it. Imagine a shadow. If you're in a room with, uh, you know, some with the wall, take a light and focus the light on your hand. And it shouldn't take much. You might be able to use the light on your camera. Focus that light just on your hand and see what you can see behind it if you put it up against a wall, right? Not going to overthink it. Y'all get it. Sock. I mean, I'm not a sock puppet. Uh, <laughs> shadow puppet, et cetera, et cetera. That's what our fear be. Follow me. Sometimes our fear of growing is something that we might not necessarily know is a fear and it can stop us from stepping into our destiny. If you're a believer, it can stop you from being available for God to use, which can level you up. You know, I'm very, very open just in what's happened to me personally in the past two years that 10 times out of 10, what God has prepared for you, if you step into your destiny and stop having a fear of growing, is far beyond anything that you can think of. Even with me, I had a fear of growing with the website. I had, man, man, it's been a year since I made the little website. And I'm going to be honest with you, my frat brother, he was probably joking, talked about how crappy it looked, right? And I'm going to be honest with y'all, I knew it wasn't the best, but I just wanted something. And I let that fear stop me from even a, a going to look at it again. Y'all, it took me a year to get deep enough into that program that I use where I have the website to be like, oh my gosh, they revamped it. It's easy to use. But if I had that fear to continue to keep me down, 
Y'all wouldn't be able to go to www.medicineballls3 and be like, oh, I mean, it's not the best, but, and I should have did it before and after I didn't, but it's better than what I had. So let's go back to that, to, to, to us having a fear of growing and not realizing or not, not being able to identify fear in the shadow puppet, right? Fear is like a shadow. I can't remember what movie it is, but imagine that like, you know, a dream or a movie where your own shadow, follow me, grows and scares you. Your own shadow grows and scares you or is dark and it stops you from moving forward. And you may not realize that you have a fear of growing, but it is a fear that maybe you can't identify because it's your own shadow. And I feel like fear is associated with that. It's a darkness, right? Even with my acronym, F-O-G, fear of going, that's a bar. It's fog. It puts a fog over your righteous, right? And <laughs> logical thinking. And why does it do that? Think about what I said with a shadow. You have to focus light on one particular thing, right? You have to focus light behind an object or something in order to make it cast another object. But in between that, the translation gets gets lost. Shadow puppets. Yeah, it looks like a dog on the wall. It's your hand. Yeah, it looks like a bunny. It's your hand. Don't have a fear of growing because you're casting a light on things that you may not have control over and justifying that those are reasons for you to be stagnant. Here's the solution, ladies and gentlemen, because it's time to wrap up. Within the solution, well, I'm sorry, within the problem lies the solution, like always. What happens? So, boom, let's go back to the shadow puppet. You're, in a, you're, you're casting this light, right? We're focusing, right? light or we're shining light on one particular area or thing that's how we do when it comes to us leveling up in their ceilings like i said think about the grasshopper in the jar in the jar when i speak to this right grasshopper jump right out the jar jump over the jar jump 50 jars but somebody put a cap on it that could be a block from promotion that could be you tithing and being righteous and treating somebody right and they go and report you that could be you attempted to create a website and it just being atrocious and learning that script and everything is hard and just being like, man, I already got like four different programs with music that I work with. And that fear right there stops you and stops us from stepping into our destiny and leveling up. And we talked about this last episode, so I'm not going to harp on it, but it's just like within your failure is a lesson that can eventually get you there. So how do we combat it? Logical caveman tactics. Yo, I'm going to copyright that because I be saying it at work and when I think about things logically and people, oh, they like that. Caveman tactics. You have to shine even more light on a shadow to kill it. Boom. You're in a room with a shadow with the light focus on. You turn on a light and light the whole situation up. It might not always um, take the shadow away, but it's going to reveal that that's not really what you thought it was. Right? That's not really a shadow puppet or it may make it smaller or something. And you'd be like, oh, I can manage that. And what do I mean by like put even more light on it? Let's think about things logically. Boom. Me at work. We're having all these people virtually. Right then. And this goes back into obedience. And I might have to talk about this next episode. But right then is when the wisdom app hit me up. So you know what I said? Bro, if you can't juggle 
24 people or persuade them or work amicably with them or lead them? How the hell you think even just with that situation with the wisdom app? How the hell you think you're going to get on an app with people you don't know with no writing, no context and just talk? How? Bro, when you editing a website, right? And I'm not even going to tell y'all my hack, but I guarantee you, I know that spelling is not my strong suit when I'm typing fast, but that website, caveman tactics. I work my way through it. I put even more light on it. Like, wait, man, everybody's not a computer designer and an English major. There's got to be other things to do. I figured it out. Bro, if you can't write a professional thing to hold somebody accountable at your job as a leader, how can you write up a proper contract? How can you hold your lawyers or your money managers accountable? How can you hold your tax guy accountable? It's no use in being fearful and backing away from it. I doubled down at work and started making my own templates. Furthermore, I reached out to uh, my co-work, my um, colleague who's a, a manager who is the corrective and documentation queen, like her documentation game on Hall of Fame, right? I was like, man, let me just get, let me just get yours and I ain't going to... So now even as I edit it and play with it, I had to tell myself, man, worst case scenario, bro, you're just going to gain a skill set. Somehow I'm okay with that. So once I start shining light on these things, right, even the website, man, listen, <laughs> I needed that year, right, to get other things in order that in retrospect I see to make financial gain from that I wasn't ready for when I just wanted to have my website at that time. Video editing, same thing. Merchandising, same thing. These are all things I talked about at the beginning of the show that took a long time because I had a fear of growth. Man, I almost gave up on the merchandise. Man, maybe I just don't need it. It's just another thing on my plate. It's too much for me to juggle. And even as I'm explaining this and I realize this as I'm coming up with the episode, with me personally stepping into being a brand, myself a brand, like LS3, I'm a brand. Maybe I got some fear of that because I'm going to let y'all know, boy, it's hard. It's tedious. It is nonstop. Period. Google AdSense, analytics, YouTube, monetization, all of your social medias, right? Sponsorships, payment, appearances, right? With me, voiceover, music, NDAs. People still want me to make music. You only get 24 hours a day. Am I going to complain about it? Or am I going to realize, how am I going to be fearful of my own shadow? This is the same stuff I was praying to God for. I know that much. God, please, I just want to be successful. I want my podcast to be all right. I want to be talented in, in music production. It might have been 10 years ago. But once I got over the fear, and that's the thing, you will be retested, right? You don't want to. You don't necessarily have to. It depends on where you at. If you're in a peanut gallery, it's going to be rough for you to just accept like, yo, I'm not going to get defeated by this. But if you're in a peanut gallery, you don't have to try to defeat it. If you're in a peanut gallery, mentally, you're not exercising your brain. Go listen to the last episode and learn about failures, right? Fear of growth. Or is it fear of greatness? Maybe you out there and you're going through a lot of trials, a lot of obstacles, hurdle after hurdle, hurdle after hurdle to jump. But this is what I tell my team, man. Keep your head up and keep running. When you look on the Olympics, right, then there are people in the Olympics who knock hurdles over. I've never seen them be like, oh, my God, I knocked that hurdle over. Let me go back and pick it up. 
oh, the race just over with now. Man, I have seen videos where those people determine not to lose. Just run through the hurdles. F it. Just keep running through it. Listen, if you got hurdles and you can't jump them, run through it. Do not fear growing. At the bare minimum, you're going to qualify for a race. Who knows? Maybe the fact that you just qualified for a race that you lost can open you up for another race. It's all about your mindset. Keep your head up. If nobody's told you they believe in you, I believe you. Y'all, I'm out. I know I was very, very verbose, but I had a lot to talk about. God has been so good to me, man. Even with all of these obstacles, I'm still finding pure joy in my trials, right? Just for the simple fact that I know what he says in there is correct, man. The trials is going to lead to growth, right? All right. Um, Before I go, I wanted to, and this is how the when we talk about confirmation, obedience, and the Holy Spirit speaking to you. This is how I be knowing, and it be little stuff like this from God that pushed me through. I don't even know what I was watching. Maybe Robert, I don't know what I was watching, but I came upon Deuteronomy 28, right? Verse 28, chapter 28, verse seven. And I'm not in Deuteronomy too much. I think because it's an ugly looking word, but this right here is a bar. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 414, F-O-G, Fear of Growth. Y'all, I'm humbly proud of my website, right, and all the exciting new things we have going on. Um, I have the Wisdom app linked to the website as well. Please go check it out. Like, subscribe, share. Um, I did release it early to uh, people on the Wisdom app just to kind of give them different content, and it's already been hit a lot, so I appreciate y'all for that. Until next week, man, you got this. I love y'all. Thanks for the support. Y'all stay up. Yeah, yeah.